Welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast for dance teachers and dance studio owners who have a passion for the art of dance. Hello and welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast, the summer series, featuring discussions by Re and other members of our community as part of Coffee Talk, presented for the International Dance Entrepreneurs Association. To learn more about IDEA, visit ideadance.org. Season 3 for Regold's Dance Life Podcast will be back at the end of summer. Enjoy this bonus Coffee Talk series. Take it away, Ree. Jackie, how hi. are you? Hi, hi, Ree. Hi, Laura. Hi. Say welcome. hello to everybody. Hi. How are you? I'm really good. I know. It's weird, right? No. <laughs> no, it's no, a good I... thing. <laughs> That's great to hear. <laughs> I am at my friend's house in Detroit in his son's room. So... I'm not sure what's happening here, but it's all good. With you, Center, it's beautiful. Oh, there you go. Good one. Let's no, go. I meant it from the bottom of my heart, Miss okay. Jackie. Okay. <laughs> Tell us what's new. What are you up to right now? Um, getting ready to have season start again on convention. First week of November. It's been a crazy summer. Like, crazy. We did our nationals at the beginning of July, and now nah, that's a lie. We did this thing called Final Cut, which leads into nationals, which is one of my favorite weeks of the whole year. And then we did nationals, and then we do an event called Kairos, and it's really small. We take 35 people only, and it's four kids, kids who are about to take a step into the professional world because they get more information than they could ever get. Like it takes two years to come here and you figure out what you're doing. So it's really good. We did that. And then I I did a crazy thing this year, Re. I was gonna ask you about it. Are you gonna talk about full circle? Yeah. Tell us, tell everybody. It is so cool that you did this. That's why you live up to the fearless label, oh, my friend. It was, it was scary. Okay, so for several years, I've wanted to do a dance concert. And um, I find, I think you just have to say it out loud, you know? And until you say it out loud, you're not doing it because you haven't made a commitment to anything. So, woof. So I said it out loud, I'm doing a dance concert. Looked around for theaters, blah, blah, blah. Of course, one of the first things I did was call Noah Lands and Dancers Against Cancer and try to see what we could do. And um, in 19, nobody was even alive in this year. Okay. In 1978, Roland Dupre started the Los Angeles Jazz Company. And it was the best people in the world. I mean, they were just unbelievable dancers. I have a good story. Anyway, I won't tell you because it'll just take more time. But so he did this and he put on this huge concert at the Wilshire Ebel Theater in Los Angeles. And the choreographers were at that time the best. It was Claude Thompson, Jaime Rogers, Joe Tremaine, Joe Bennett, Roland. It was just the blah. And I'm just this, you know, like 20 something, know nothing child. And so here we are back at the concert. I wanted to do that. There has not been a concert in LA like with this intent. I don't think, maybe, I don't know if since then, I don't know. But I said, gee, I hope people come. And I could, this was more, more money than I thought, well, I'm just going to live in a box. That's what's going to happen because there's no way I can do this. But rented the, so I looked at theaters. Then I thought, nah, it can't go here. So I rented the Wilshire Bell Theater. Mm. where Roland did his concert and not one choreographer said no to me wow. not one so it was um Mandy Moore Tice Giorgio uh Liz Imperio Michael Rooney uh Al Blackstone from New York I, it was insane and we decided, because I owe everything on the planet to Joe Tremaine, and we decided 
he did a dance in 78 that was in this concert for LA Jazz Company. Uh-huh. He did a dance in 78 and it was like 15 minutes long. And it was called Zizix. Okay, there's a backstory. Zizix is the last road sign you see before you enter Las Vegas. And Las Vegas was a huge deal to him because when he started dancing, he did a ton there. So he named his dog Zizix. He named this dance Zizix. Anyway, I said, we're putting up Zizix. So I got stunning dancers. Stunning. And he was completely surprised when I told him. We all decided that probably should tell him ahead of time because it might be too much. It was the best thing that could have been done because at the end of the dance, which was spectacular because it was his choreography from 78, everybody stood up, lost their mind and it closed the first act. Yep. Lost it. Cause, but what was cool? I've never had that feeling in, I don't know how long Mm -hmm. everybody the audience set the tone outside before they came in. It was like this huge reunion mm. and a zillion kid, like kids, younger people, 18, 17, 20. And I thought, they don't know anything. But they were walking around like, what is happening? And we did a museum. I did, which I still have every piece to, in part of the lobby, we did a huge museum about jazz all the way back, all the way back to the transatlantic, every all the way back. So I was freaking out because I thought I can't cover everything and people are going to go, oh, you missed this or you missed this. So I changed the name from museum to exhibit. <laughs> but then in the lobby, and I will stop talking, re in the lobby, I had this girl make, and it was floor to ceiling, a family tree. And it had all, you were on it, my dear. Your name was on it. And it had all these leaves of jazz and where it came from. And the trunk went all the way down to slavery and back to where, and all these names came up. And then we had a basket of leaves there and people wrote their names and stuck it up next to their teachers. Wow. It was. That is incredible. It was incredible. It was. Are you doing this again? Or was it a once in a while kind of event? Okay. Oh God. So I'm going to say this out loud. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is like an announcement today. It's happening. Um, so there I was in the opening number. We, um, Ooh, look oh, at I this. love you so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What okay. do you think of that? Jackie? We're going to talk about that. Is that a possibility? Because I would figure out how... I have it all stored. Oh my. Okay. That would be amazing. Okay. Um, I, I, it only says Facebook user there, but whoever you are, we are going to see if we we're can. We're going to work on this. Happen. Holy mackerel. I love that. Okay. In the opening number, we did um, the Los Angeles Jazz Company had a logo, which at that time wasn't a surprise. Jazz, positions, eh, nah, nah, you know, nah, 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 going across. And I put it up on the screen and I said, Los Angeles Jazz Company uh, originated by Roland Dupre in 1978. And that was the opening. And it was so cool. And people were like, huh? Okay. So everyone, and I don't like to, you know, just blanket statement said, are you going to do this again? Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't think we can do this again. This won't happen again. But oh my God, we are you ready? I'm going to start the Los Angeles Jazz Company over. (gasps) And Here's how it's going down. So everybody has a company, but you know what? I'm too old for that. I did that. And when you're 24, you start a company. Okay. Um, I called, of course, Dancers Against Cancer. And it's going to be the Los Angeles Jazz Company 
whether it's presented by or whatever, but it's going to be a Dancers Against Cancer hmm, situation, thing, reason, reason. And, Excellent. Um, yeah. Incredible. And, and I really thought, uh, I thought, oh, gee, will people come? La, la, la. And I said, Jackie, you're stupid. What an idiot. Duh. I'm going to take them to the people. Like when we're in Dallas, why would I not take the Los Angeles Jazz Company to perform? The people are there. I have the space. And then you pay to get in. And that money goes to pay the dancers because they're going to get paid. Mm -hmm. And then all the other money goes to DAC. Wow. Oh, my God. That's excellent. And now that you've said it out loud, you have to move forward. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. When would rehearsals like? Is this like in the works right now? Like, well, are we're not rehearsing? We haven't looked for dancers yet or anything. Okay. okay. Um, I, I'm, I need to be realistic. Maybe. Right. <laughs> and say that. But fearless. Yeah, and say that it's going to premiere next summer. That's yeah. It's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Gives us time to find the right people and make so, it what it's. Right. Uh, gala 23 dance life teacher conference i'm just bringing that up too Shut up. yes let's go wow we're planning the whole conference right now yeah really we have an exhibit we have dancers <laughs> we have all. a job and we don't have them yet that's great <laughs> we have no dancers we have no show but we know where it's gonna be oh my god we have a great name so there it is <laughs> i love it oh i love you oh allison oh okay and you know okay so here's the deal uh, look you don't even have to talk in this re no i'm, I'm good i'm good, I'm good. <laughs> listen whoever's everybody hears me here. talk sometimes listening, like re asks me on here when he doesn't know what to say anymore when he like <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Miss Jackie, I want to play something. Oh, geez. And then we're going to talk about this. I've said this to you a few times, and this morning when I went to look for your bio, this is the first thing that popped up. In 2007, I got together with a gentleman named Michael Knight, and we created something called Dance Life TV. And for a couple of years, traveled around this country in a motorhome, all kinds of studios, spent two weeks in L.A. Uh, we, we lived on the beach somewhere in our motorhome and traveled into the city and did all of these interviews. And during that time, there was this one question, this one thing that I asked that had stuck in my mind all these years, and it came from Jackie's life. I have found it, and I want to share it with oh, you. Oh, jeez. Hang on. I am not good at the share screen yet, so give me a second. Laura, ask a question while I do a little oh, playing around sure. here. I would love to. Okay, so I have a couple questions written out. Okay. Um, you are considered a jazz master teacher. In your eyes, what defines a master teacher? Because I will say, as a studio owner, I am very... Um, fickle and particular about who I label coming in for a master class at my dance studio. I, I will, I will say we have a guest teacher or, you know, but I'm, I don't know. I feel like you're not 28 coming in as a master teacher. So I would love to get your opinion on what defines a master teacher at this point. Yeah. <sighs> It's a deep one. I know. I'm going for it, right? <laughs> it's not only a deep one. It's I can't wait to hear this answer. Go for I it. Don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's an age, but I said something really terrible once. Re, you know, I do. every once in a while I say something and I go, oh, you shouldn't have said that. And then someone had brought in a, a child, 
a child, child, a child, child, and said, master class. And I said, if you can't drive yourself there, you're not a master teacher. Because she didn't have, she, her mom had to bring her. And, okay, this is not. So I, I actually prefer the word guest teachers, like yep. kind of across the board. And then master teacher. Hmm, that's tough for me because I don't, I'm not good with, compl- I don't, I'm not good with all that compliments and blah, I'm just not good. I'm still working on that in my life. Um, when I was a dancer, I wouldn't say that I was, I wouldn't say the phrase, I'm a dancer hmm. for years. People would say, what do you do? And I'd say, uh, I dance, but I wouldn't say I'm a dancer because I had I didn't think I was good enough, even though I was working, I didn't think I was good enough to be, to have the right to own that title yet. Mm. It was because that means a lot to me, you know, so saying, oh, I'm a dancer. When I thought, no, you are nowhere near a dancer just because you got a job like I dance. So I feel kind of the same now. There are master teachers for sure, because they have been around. I, does it have to do with age? Maybe a little. I hate to even say that. I'm still, I know, I can't answer this, because I'm still the mindset that if someone goes master teacher, I go, oh, God. You know, I go, oh, God, you should, uh, I'm not good. Like, guest teacher, I got that. So. I don't know if it's just me. It's not just me. Does age have to do that? Yeah, I think probably. Yeah, I think age and maturity and also the amount of experience you're like, I, I'm a great choreographer. I'm a great, I would never say I'm a master teacher. I would say if I were to go teach somewhere, I say guest, guest teacher, guest choreographer, guest dancer, you know what I mean? I would never, I don't know. I feel like that, that knowledge and, and it does take years to obtain that knowledge. So I think it, I don't want to say it's just because you're, you know, 50 or 60, then you're a master teacher, because I think that it goes hand in hand with what you're, what you've taken from the industry and what you've given back to the yep. industry. It's like that give and take. It's what ooh, 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 that's for, there it is. Mm-hmm. Here there it is. is. I can't keep my mouth shut about this one. I've been quiet this whole show. <laughs> Um, you have to develop your core, your style, what you believe in, why you do what you do, and be able to explain that to somebody. I feel like you, there's a word that I like to use for the teachers, the younger teachers who maybe can't drive, who call themselves a master teacher, <laughs> is a celebrity teacher. Yes. Okay, because yeah. you're you've been on so you think you can dance, or you have built a, a Instagram following. You have become mm-hmm. a celebrity teacher, but that does not mean you are a master like a, yeah. a Joe Tremaine, a Luigi. Uh, you you just don't do that at twenty one, twenty two. And you know what? The celebrity teachers. I'm not. I'm not saying one is more or less important. That is so important because the kids can relate. Right. It's like it's straight. It's it's eye to eye. So mm-hmm. those those teachers have so much to bring. So much to bring. Mm-hmm. They I I if I was going to say anything to the younger celebrity teachers, I would say choose your words carefully. Yes. Because Ooh. what you say is gospel. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've learned that over the years, but these are their, these are their, you know, their idols. Yes. These are the people that they look to that are cool, that are happening, mm-hmm. that are relevant right now. Yeah. And that's the reason why a lot of them are going to certain dance conventions because yeah. they recognize those names. Yeah. And when they're on stage they're I see, I mean, they're engaged obviously in class, but like, they are like, it's a different awe when yeah. they see that. It's a rock show. It's a, it's a, they're rock stars. Yes. It's their celebrities. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool. And they have a platform right now that could change everything for these kids. Mm-hmm. They have a platform that if say the right thing and you're going to change somebody's life because yep. you're really important right now. 
Yeah. And I think it's also a platinum or a platform for them to really take off in other branches of our industry. Like they go on tour and, you know, like with a convention, that's amazing to be flown out as a teacher to different, you know, cities and make connections and be, and then maybe be asked to be a, a guest choreographer there or a guest teacher at dance studios. Like that, if you play your cards right coming off of that, that you're just, your whole professional life can just explode into so many different ways. Like yes. that's just, it's, it's so incredible, but you're yes. right. Like you have to make sure that you choose your words right, both with the kids and then also with the adults in the room too, mm -hmm. you know? Like you have to make sure you're professional on both ends. Completely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. And you, you in calling someone, you kind of said it, but in calling someone a celebrity teacher and seeing them in action, you can say the future is bright because those who continue yeah. <laughs> to study their craft yeah. are going to make a huge impact. Yes, for sure. The level, I mean, if you look way back, ballet, a hundred mm -hmm. years ago, more, you go, wasn't she something? Well, compared to now, she was something then, but now it is mind blowing. Mm -hmm. So, and to watch the kids, rec kids are better than professional dancers. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like crazy. The level. Mm -hmm. It's crazy what they're able to do. Mm -hmm. Now, you know this. A lot of people pick on dance competition. I, too, if we overdo it, okay, I feel like it should be a part of what we do, not all not that all. we do. But that caliber of talent and the caliber of us as choreographers is a direct result of dance competition. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. We, can, we can bitch and complain about the awards and all of that, but mm -hmm. our field would not be at the caliber that it is today if uh, it hadn't been for the journey of dance competition over the last 20 or 30 years. And for, I don't think I really realized that how much I enjoy when we, we were lucky. We still went to competitions during the pandemic, during that 2020, 2021 year. Um, and we're, Libra's not a huge competition studio. We go to three and we, but we also do other performances. We do parades, we do conventions. We, we try to mix it up. Like what Bree's saying, we do galas. Um, but it was so, it was so interesting. I've always enjoyed watching other people's choreography obviously but that first year when we were allowed to be on stage and touch and lift and I my mind was blown with some of the choreography that was put out I said god we were so in our box and when they let us out of our box oh yeah we were like let's go I have my best stuff now and I felt very much that way too like I just had so much like inspiration and emotions and like things I wanted to get out and the kids wanted to get out. So like when they were dancing and they were, they had a happy dance, they were just so thrilled to express happiness. And when they had a sad dance, they channeled everything that they went through and like let it out on the stage. And it was just like, like I would stand in the back of the room. That's what I always do when I watch my dances. I always like to say all the way in the back of the audience. And I would look around and I would hear, mm, oh, and I'm like, Oh, that is such a compliment to like hear someone like, oh, about one of my, and then like, and then I feel myself doing it, watching other dancers like, oh, wow. Like, and I'm like, I hope that their choreographer heard that of me feeling that like natural, just like, oh, you know, but yes. that's one thing that this competitions really just, they make you, they make you think out of the box. They, they do put you in with the best of the best and they make you push your dancers, but I think also your teachers and your choreographers too. And I think that's, mm -hmm. that's why the industry and the dance world is at the level where it's at for sure. Yeah, it's true. And, and if you, you, there are not that many opportunities for kids to perform. Yeah. You know, there just aren't that many opportunities. You've got recital and maybe something downtown and, uh, but it, they're just more, it's another avenue for them to get to do what they do. 
Mm -hmm. And I want to say, because my mother used to tell me this about World War II and those times, you become a better artist when you are struggling, when life isn't so good. The emotions come out through your, whether that's a painter or a choreographer, it's an artistic expression. And I think that is the way that everybody came back. Like, I'm, I'm feeling this vibe and I'm going to express this vibe. Uh, you agree yep. with that? It's yes. Like this weird thing. So I have two sons. They're, they're older and they're like, doing great. Good job. But right before my oldest son like went off to college, he's, he was just moping around. I thought, God, what's wrong? He said, what's up, Josh? Like, what's going on? He goes, I, I just don't know how I'm going to succeed at anything. And I said, what? yeah, what? And he goes, I haven't had to suffer at all. Oh, interesting. <laughs> whoa whoa okay and I also thought that was pretty cool good self-awareness okay. yeah right <laughs> he said never fear it's coming but don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to stop paying it's okay <laughs> but yeah like he and I know because he always heard me tell stories and this and that and this and so he thought I can't succeed. I haven't suffered. Wow. Yikes. He'll succeed and he will suffer. <laughs> Those are both going to happen. So don't worry. Yep. <laughs> this, this life, I believe, is a roller coaster ride. I don't even say that with dread. You have to live. You have to learn. You have to get stronger. It's just, you have to accept that it's like that. Otherwise, you're always only noticing the negative, I guess is a good way to say it. Am yeah. I making sense there? Yes. Yep. yes. Except the struggle. It's there for a reason. We are, will grow and learn. Jackie, I want to take you somewhere else. Tell everybody about your sons. What do they do? We, I don't talk to you about being a mom very much. I know. Um, okay, so the oldest one is, works for Apple. He's a whatever, computer, whatever they are. I don't know. And I've never understood any of the words coming out of his mouth. And because I try to be a good mom, I go, whoa, wow, that's amazing. No idea what he's talking about. But he's, I could not be more proud, could not be more proud. He is doing amazing. He's always been a smart guy. Yeah. But, okay, excelente. Um, he's super creative. He grew up around dancing, didn't dance. Grew up around dancing, was a musician for years. I thought actually that was going to be his path. And then 18 years old, yeah, rock band on tour at 16. Okay, I, at 18, he came to me, he goes, I want to go to school. I said, great. Cause I was a little bit worried, you know, like, oh, are we, what's happening? He went to school and then here we are. So he, I'm could not be happier. Second one <laughs> was always, he's a caregiver. That's who he is by nature. When he was little, all he wanted to do was be a camp counselor. So he would pretend he, when he went to camp, he would be the camp counselor. Oh my God. So he went to school to teach math. And I thought, no surprise. He's going to be a teacher. Zero surprise. He finishes college. This is last summer. So not this summer, the last summer. Or the summer before. I don't know. And it, I did nationals and we did final cut. And I was gone for two weeks. I came home. He's there. He comes out. There's all this stuff in the kitchen. Cookies. And I said, whoa, Aaron. He goes, yeah, I made it. I said, oh, yeah, you've always, you've always loved to do this. And he goes, yeah that's what I wanted to talk to you about. And I said, excuse me, because he had just graduated college, you know, four years of college, you know, that I paid for. Right. I was like college tuition. <laughs> the bill. And he goes, I want to go to culinary school. And I said, okay. And he goes, I found this school. And I thought, I don't know anything about this either. Cause I'm just the worst. So 
it, it turns out it's in 10 minutes from us, the second most recognized culinary school in the country. Okay, who knew? Great, let's go. You tell me, he goes, I've already been there. Oh, well, okay, here we go. And it's $7 zillion for this year. Cool, and it's accredited. Geez, we couldn't have figured that out last year. <laughs> so off he goes, and now he's a chocolatier in this fancy pants place. Wow. So he wants to open his own thing, and there you go. So he has the entrepreneurial bug in him. Yeah. Yeah. What? You That's should. Bring, they're great. He could come on weekends and sell chocolate to all of your dancers. He already said I'm his first client because he makes chocolate that you don't recognize. Like I think of chocolate hmm, Mounds Bar, you know, like oh, you know, a Hershey Bar. He brought home this box the very first day that they gave him, like this big, and it had four pieces of chocolate. And I opened it, I was like, whoa, I've never even seen chocolate like that. Whoa, Aaron, he goes, guess how much that is? And I thought, I don't know, it's four pieces of chocolate. He goes, $29. What? So he has decided because we send presents, I shouldn't say this because some of these people are our teachers. He's decided that those are the presents we're gonna give to our <laughs> teachers starting in a year. I said, okay. Okay. I get a parent discount and a bulk discount. So oh, let me know. Let me know. And, and what you that put number. two chocolates in a box. I'm going to give really little presents next year to all my studios. <laughs> so they're good. Thank you for asking. I'm. Uh... I always love to hear about people's kids because we are always so busy in what we do. And um, I feel like people in our field, we make interesting children mm. who follow interesting paths and you're no exception. Listen to your story. Jackie, I'm cutting you off. Here I go. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so two things that people will laugh, and one of them's going to make you feel better. So I traveled every weekend their entire lives. Not every weekend, you know what I'm saying? During I the know what you're saying. Yeah. Had more guilt than anyone I knew, anyone I was around. I'm leaving my children. Oh my God, it's the weekend again. Bye. And I felt like the worst parent in the world. When I tell every dance teacher out there, I talk to my kids as adults and I go, and all those weekends. And they looked at me and they went, huh? I go, mm. well, you know, like all the weekends I was gone. So my best friend, she's nanny, she's grandma. And um, she stayed, always stayed at our house on the weekends. And they, I said, Did, didn't you like feel, were you mad? Did you feel? And they looked at me like, no, I kind of don't No. What I spent 20 years feeling like the worst human on the planet. And they just went, no, no, I don't, I don't know. Did you bother you? No, I don't know, nothing. But Aaron's friend did say that Aaron lives in a sitcom family. There you go. And be proud of that fact. I was raised in a sitcom family. There myself. you go. <laughs> Always different characters coming in and out of the show. <laughs> Special guest stars who slept for slept at our house. It was and probably sequins. Okay, now I'm not going to cut you off again. I promise. No, that's okay. I um appreciate your comments. I wanted to ask you this. Um, what do you think makes a good dance teacher? What's mm. the most important? thing in your mind for a dance educator it's about the student not the teacher mm. um you have even though you're correcting something don't look for a result because it's it can't be a result yet because it takes a long time to get a result and we know that because we went through it so you just start saying something and then you say it again. And every single one of us has said, every teacher on the planet has said, I can't, I have told them 20 times, 
I, I, we've all said it. I, I tell them all the time and no one is listening. Yeah, they're listening. They just it can't get in their body yet. Mm -hmm. So don't look for a result right then, but pretty soon you're going to go, ah, there it is. Phew. That was, <laughs> that was a long two years. <laughs> you know, okay. the thing, the thing, oh God, everyone gets this. You know, when parents go, I don't want to start complaining about parents, but maybe just a little, you know, when parents go, I don't understand why they're still doing those turns across the floor. You know, like you're still doing chenets. And it's because it is a muscle memory mm -hmm. and I'm not going to do it the first Tuesday in July. And that's it. Right. You're chenets until they graduate high school. Uh, turns is my first turn they do across the floor in my senior yes, jazz class. And you're welcome. <laughs> and same with these arms. Oh, oh my God. Thank God someone's doing oh. <laughs> Yep. I said, we're going to do these until your arms fall off. You better know the <laughs> one going forward, one going backwards. Oh, like like... Girl. <laughs> Come on. And I've been, doing, I've been doing that all my life, my yeah. friend. I, but me too. That was, that was like jazz level one. We yes. learned this. And energy through your fingertips. Like they need to understand that. So when they're yes. doing, you know, five hands up, they, they do it over and yes. over with eat, you know, like, no, it, it goes all, you know, those basics are huge. You can't, you can't look over them. They have, you have to, have to, have to, have to have them at all levels for sure. Oh my God. I agree with you. I'm tired of being asked to teach tricks instead of technique. Agree. You get to do that trick when you can do the technique of it. So you don't get hurt. Uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, only leaving that comment up there for one second because I could go on about the trick thing forever. And I'm, I know, let's I'm not, not. We all feel the same. All these people. Can I, can I just say is if you are a choreographer, then it is the emotion. It could be the port bra It could be stopping and standing still and just, just the line of the body. It brings an emotion or a feeling it, it it's the trick doesn't do that especially when it's bang bang bang, when it's bang, bang. bang. <laughs> and i will say judges going into the competition world they want that i literally was choreographing a solo just this past week or was it last thursday and i said you, you know boom boom and freeze take a breath and then keep going and and she looked at me she goes that was a note that i got last year that there wasn't enough just too much movement, not enough moments. And she didn't know how, and how to like articulate like, and not enough moment to like digest it. Right. And she's yep. like, yeah. And I was like, they need, I'm like, it's wonderful to have all these things, but there is also a, I don't know, there's something worth just taking a breath and right. letting the judges and the audience feel that breath, you know? It's the same as having a conversation with someone. If you don't put a period somewhere, if you don't use proper what's the word oh my god i'm old if you don't if you don't i can only think of the word period if you don't put a comma yeah. i can't understand what you're saying it becomes a run-on sentence mm -hmm. that's how i explained it to her oh i god. said i said you can write in cursive but the the sentence has to finish yes and, and do, do the biggest best trick thank you punctuation <laughs> I need you. <laughs> the biggest best trick ever and then don't follow it with something huge. Follow right. it with something that lets us live in that trick for a second. Mm -hmm. I just I, I just said a number here at my friends and um and I I said, well, and he loved it. And I said, they're not gonna win. But <laughs> it's okay. They're not gonna win, but dang, I almost said damn, but I didn't. I said, but dang, this dance a good mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But they're, they're not probably not going to win. Okay, we're not going to stay on this. But okay, good. I want to say this on the, on that. 
I've heard people say that out loud, like if I do that, it's not going to win. Or I posted a comment about choreography and they go, yeah, but that's not what the judges are looking for. I want to say, why does it always have to be the objective is to win? <laughs> like that's yeah. automatic place it goes to. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to do a piece of choreography, it has to be a winning piece of choreography. Winning choreography might not be the best choreography or the choreography that moves an audience to a place where they never forget what you did. Right? Yep. So when you are seeing a comment and you go, yeah, but that's not what the judges are looking for, know that not everybody is choreographing for judges. Right. You're right. A thousand a thousand percent Ooh, we, could go on. we could go on couldn't we mm -hmm. so um i couldn't get my video to work so i'm gonna hit you with this question um wait the laura do you have any closing questions for miss jackie that i didn't well I, I feel like my we were just i wanted to talk about the competition world and how you thought jazz dance in particular has changed but I feel like we've kind of spoken about that. The level has gone up, but I gone up, but the style has changed as it always has over the years. It's evolved. But here's something really cool that I think about always. I always like go back to Joe Tremaine because because uh, he taught me more. I he taught me more than anyone. Okay. And he said to me one day, you know, and Joe Tremaine, rah, rah, rah. and he goes, I'll gotta stay current or you die. Mm. And I always think about that. But now listen to me. Do you know if you stay current and you still have all the stuff you're bringing with you, what that could look like? That's the deal. Mm -hmm. You don't throw away the other stuff. Right. Just to go, okay, this is a step that's cool now. I'm going to do this step now. Great. Do that step and wrap it around all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because now you've just saved one more thing in your pocket. There's one more thing you can do. Can I complain about something? Go. Okay. Do you know what? I think all the choreographers need to think about this. Remember a thousand years ago when we used to go, oh, that's so Luigi. Oh, that's so Fosse. Oh, that's so this. I'm having a problem differentiating between what is what. Because it all feels like I'll watch a number and go, I have no idea who did that. And then I'll watch a number and go, I have no idea who did that. I would love for everyone to find their little thing that just is their thing. It doesn't have to be a whole style because we have to, we have to be current. It's that. It's a thing. Because I know I will look at something that Christian Vincent does and I'll go, oh, good grief. That's just so Christian. Even if someone else is doing it, I could still recognize it as that's so Christian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. That is exactly the combination of both, indeed. Yeah. Prefer yeah. being creatively weird. Me too. <laughs> I know that you laugh at that, right? Because it's funny, but it is the truth. Perfect. I think to myself, what would nobody else do here? Yes. Well, what haven't I seen yet? And no, I feel like too, like as a choreographer, I I don't want to get bored myself. Yeah. Like I want to keep like growing and I want to keep challenging myself. Like I, I literally said to my teachers when we had our meeting, last year, my senior jazz number had 14 formations. This year, I'm going to have 16. That's what I want. And I don't want to use any of the formations that we did last year. So I need to now go outside of my box and be like, okay, I That's didn't do this. I didn't do this. I didn't do like, cause, cause I, I, I know I'm going to get into my pattern of what I like and what comes easy. Oh, that's so easy. Put a ripple there. Put a this thing. Like, <laughs> yes, you know, I yes. know I can do cause it's in my toolbox. But I think it's, it's good for us as choreographers too, to challenge ourselves and to keep our stuff fresh you know and yep. I think it also goes to like going and continuing your education there's things you can do as a choreographer and as a dance teacher attend our conferences do things like that you know that's going to keep you 
keep your toolbox full of new things to bring back to your students and make you not be in a rut in November when you're like, oh my God, I have 37 dances I got to choreograph, you know, between now and May, like we all get there, you know? So I think keeping us, you know, keeping your toolbox full and, you know, finding ways to do that. And expose yourself to as much dance as you can. Yes. Dance that that you don't do will inspire you. Styles, ethnic dance, just just it's it's about exposure and and possibilities. What somebody's doing that you can take back and recreate in a different way. Yeah, put your spin on it. I feel like. Oh, dance life teacher conference, cough, cough. I have no <laughs> idea what that means, but cough, cough. No, I mean promoting it, meaning like go to dance oh. life teacher conference. That's oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yes, come to the dance life <laughs> oh, teacher guys. conference. Don't worry. <laughs> you just dated yourself, Re. <laughs> We'd love to have you at the day. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, Jackie, because I couldn't play it, I'm going to ask you this question. Don't ask. Okay, go ahead. What is dance? Hmm. Okay, I'm going to tell you what happened when we did that interview. And I'm going to explain. So I remember, and people tell me about it, and blah, blah, blah. And I said something along the lines of dance is what can make anything possible. Hmm. And some people heard that when you dance, you can make anything. And that is true. And when I said that, it was because I came from a not a great situation in my, I came from a lower income family. We moved around. We it was very different. I lived in my car for two years when I was 19 and 20 years old. Mm. And dance, I didn't start dancing till I was 18. Oh, wow. And, yep, nothing, zero. I never saw a dance class. So, because of where I came from. Mm-hmm. So, when I saw it and then I like lost my mind, be, it, it made anything possible for me mm. so it was i gave of- you the life that you have like that's so incredible look at you built with it that's so like a hundred hundred percent the industry dance awards like, <laughs> like that's incredible like that boggles my mind that you didn't even start dancing until your late teens like that's incredible that's incredible wow just 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 you can do it like I swear I swear I swear you can do it Hmm. I swear just dang it do it I agree with you uh dance is a gift and if you're lucky enough for that gift to like get embedded in your blood it'll keep giving forever and ever and ever (laughs) And your bestest friends and your bestest experiences will be memories related to this oh, yeah. this gift. It's and the worst experiences are the, <laughs> are the best stories later. <laughs> Maybe we could talk for okay, a while. That about was them. a good way to put it. Yes, we can always tell a story 20 years after it happens and all of a sudden it became funny instead of <laughs> catastrophic like it was at the time. How cool is that? Jackie, I love you. I love hanging out with you. This was so fun. I was scared, of course. You know I was scared. Why are you scared? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to sit down here and say stuff. I don't know. You're always good at this, and I'm going to have you back again. And um, one day we'll do it again where you get to tell us about growing up because she has the bestest story. I'm going to leave everybody hanging here. She has. <laughs> yeah. I'm so curious about and like your early training. I would love to hear more about that for sure. 
Well, tell her, was it college that first class you walked in? Or no, I was in high school. I was a, uh, my second semester of my senior year, and they let us choose between basketball and modern dance. And I was going to do basketball because who does that? That's stupid. And then my friend said, oh, come on, let's take this. It's going to be easy. And I thought, okay. And it was weird, you know, like it was weird. It was high school modern dance and we did it in gym shorts. And, but my girlfriend said to me, come and watch my dance class. And I thought, well, okay, whatever. And it happened to be at Roland Dupre's at Dupre Dance Academy. Wow. And I didn't want to go. And there it was. And I pulled out the folding chair in the door jam and I sat down and Joe Bennett was teaching and I don't know what happened and I don't know what he was doing. And I, didn't recognize the music and I cried for an hour and a half mm. and that was that because your soul recognized that it needed it, it that like, was the end was to do. That, that was it and I had to get out of high school and figure out I, okay got six more months in high school what am I how am I going to do uh, yeah wow it was the best you are the best this is uh we're a little overtime on this coffee sorry Sorry. No, no, actually, I, I consider that it was a really good coffee talk. 100%. Thank you all for tuning in. And thank you, Laura, for being thank my co-host. I appreciate yeah. you. And Miss Jackie, we're going to do this again. Okay. And I'm um, wishing everybody a great week. Um, we usually have a two-week break on Coffee Talk, but Laura and I will be back next Monday with some special guests. Yep, on um, Halloween. Halloween day. Wear your costumes. You dressed up great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my cheeks are getting so big, I'm coming as a pumpkin. <laughs> oh, jeez. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you all for being with us. Thank you for joining us for Regold's Dance Life Podcast. Learn more about joining the International Dance Entrepreneurs Association, the Dance Life Teacher Conference, and the Dance Life Retreat Center at regold.com or follow Regold's Dance Life on Facebook. Enjoy the journey. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 